being a great presenter changes your life. It changes the lives of people around you. But imagine if you're if you're at a corporation, if you're watching this and you go to work tomorrow, uh, and somebody's really boring. If you went to my cspottleseminars.com, it says stop boring speakers. Imagine how your whole company would change if they would just uh, send all of the people who have to give presentations to instructions on how to not be boring, right? And a lot of people say, a lot of people say, well, Steve, you don't understand. All of my material is boring. I go, no, no, the material is dry. You're boring. Here it is. That moment you've all been waiting for. We all have gifts to give to the world. Do you know what yours are? Are you ready to make so much money you don't know what to do with it? Are you ready to have the best relationships with the ones closest to you? Hold on tight, because you're tuned in to Momentum Media's Success Talk with your favorite host, Ryan Durden. Um, so first and foremost, I want to introduce my audience to you. Um, this is Steve Stapato. Did I say that right? Stapato, right? Stapato. And um, he is an expert speaker. Um, he is an expert in happiness, uh, personal development, leadership, and communication. Um, he's a CEO of Speaker Talks. Um, so let's start off with that. Let's start off with Speaker Talks. What is that and what do you guys do? Um, speaker Talks, we're the uh, alternative to TEDx. Uh, we are the ones that you can actually get on stage with. So I uh, put together this platform a couple of years ago that uh, was all about helping people get on a stage to be able to speak their own truth, their own message. For speakers, it's to get a, a professional video, what we call a sizzle reel, so that you can actually take this and uh, give it, um, put it out to the people who want to hire you. They want to see whether you can perform in front of somebody. They want to see how you perform in front of a live audience. So. That's the reason Speaker Talks started. And then we had people come on board who said, but I'm not a speaker, but I got a message I want to share. So like authors might be the perfect example for that. So we, yep, we teach people how to get on a stage, become the experts in their field. So people want to hire the experts. That's what we are in Speaker Talks. Nice. That's amazing. And so let's talk, let's go with money. I know there's a lot of money involved. I like to talk about money. Um, so I saw on your website, you, you charge $10,000 to be a keynote speaker um, at a event. Um, That's right. Where would you say somebody just starting out speaking, where should they have their, their price at? That's uh, really a difficult uh, uh, piece to work with. Uh, when we do speaker talks, we also do two days. It's a two-day event. We do two days worth of speaker training. Mm -hmm. Part of that is how much do I charge? When do I start to charge? So if you're the expert, in a field. So if you've got everything in line, if you've got a website that really shows that you're the professional, because um, I just uh, met with somebody who's uh, been speaking for a year, um, but his website doesn't demonstrate anything about his skills or acumen. Um, it doesn't say what he focuses on, what he teaches about, you know, why should anybody even hire him? Mm -hmm. um, so all of the stuff that that make you a viable speaker have to be uh, addressed. So little things, I say little things, but it's uh, uh, the website has to be a professional website. You have to have video on there so people can all see it. Uh, they show you in all kinds of different places speaking. Your experience counts. Uh, your your uh, uh, your absolute your video. So your professional speaker reel has to be available so that you can send it to them. Uh, mm -hmm. You have to have your one sheet in place. I mean, there's so many little things that you have to work with um, before you actually say, "I can really start charging." Mm -hmm. um, 
I will tell you this, that unless you're charging $10,000, uh, the big boys aren't going to pay any attention to you. If you're charging 5000 you'll get into a few places to, to get gigs. But for the most part, if you're talking to a corporation, uh, they're willing to pay ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 for a speaker a lot of times, providing you have the skills uh, to carry it off. For the newer people, um, we say go out and get your experience. Talk to the Knights of Columbus. Speak in front of all the other groups that are free. Mm -hmm. Put in your six months worth of time so that you meet, uh, what, you meet the failure. So right. when you get in front of a group and you bomb horribly, <laughs> right? How do you react to that? Does it drive you away? Can you do this? Uh, I like to use uh, uh, the improv theater comedy as mm -hmm. an example. If you had to get up in front of an audience and do comedy right now, you'd probably say, oh, that'd be hard. Right. Imagine standing in front of 20, 30, 40 people or five right. and absolutely bombing with your comedy. Would you go up and try it again next week? Or would you say, I'm out. I'm not okay. doing that again. It was painful. And mm -hmm. that's the same with speaking. If we uh, share that we, you know, you're going to bomb. Everybody bombs. Some of the best speakers in the world have bombed in front of thousands. And you're like, oh, man, that was a bad night. Yeah. And you go do it again. So sure. speaking, the fees uh, start off. I mean, I always say, uh, matter of fact, just a couple months ago, I put out a thing on LinkedIn that said, we'll speak for food. <laughs> that's funny because that's well because that's where i started you know when i started right. it was hey we'll, we'll give you dinner if you come and speak in front of our organization mm -hmm. and you did because you love speaking so go out and speak for food go out and speak for the morsels and after three to six months of a lot of speaking you might be ready to charge somebody because your expertise might be ready mm. it could be the most knowledgeable per i taught college for seven years and it was always amazing to me at uh, especially at the junior college level Anybody with a master's degree could teach any any course. It didn't have right. to, it didn't have to be an engineering course. If I was an engineer, you could teach. So I had uh, these master's degree people teaching basic speech courses, and they knew nothing about speech. Right. Um, so with that in mind, you know, if you don't have your topic down, people see through it. Right. And the students would see through the fact that this engineer had no idea how to teach speaking. So they would rebel and go to the dean of students. And then the dean would call me up and say, can you pick up a class? I go, sure. Yeah. And that's the same with speaking. If your expertise says you can charge, start off charging 1500 to 2500 mm -hmm. right? Start getting your feet wet. I remember I was uh, getting paid about uh, $4,000 per talk uh, mm -hmm. back in uh, the Midwest. And somebody from my hometown called me up and said, hey, Steve, I would love to have you come speak at this event. We're going to be doing this. this. I went, cool, I'd love to speak. He said, how much will you charge? And I went, I probably should give him a break seeing it's my hometown. And I said, I'll tell you what, you know, I'm going to give you a break and I'm just going to do it for a thousand bucks. And mm -hmm. the guy went, a thousand dollars? Are you nuts? Who do you think you are? That's <laughs> <laughs> the audience. He thought it was too much, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he thought it was just crazy money, you know, and I was getting paid bigger money to go lots of other places, but right. you won't always be appreciated where you are. So the money is, uh, is tough to decide, but figure you're not going to be anybody until you're charging 5,000. Okay. And then Steve, how long have you actually been uh, speaking publicly? I've been forty-five years. Forty-five years getting paid to speak. Yeah, forty-five years. Well, if if you count the first year that I spoke for food. <laughs> and what? And how did you start off? Like uh, I know you, coach, uh, you spoke for food, um, but did you go out to like universities and things like that, or public schools, or how did you how did you get your feet wet? Um. 
actually going to public, going to universities or schools and that kind of stuff, those are hard markets to get into because those people uh, demand and expect certain rigorous standards. Uh, uh, and they usually don't pay where the poo. But um, I, I was working at IBM. I was a salesman at IBM. And my mother called me up one day. I'm 25 years old. And she says, uh, uh, hey, my uh, speaker canceled for tonight. I went, wow, that's that's a shame, Mom. Sorry. And she went, I need, I need a speaker. I went, Mom, I don't know any speakers. And she mm. went, no, you don't understand. You're the speaker. Wow. And I went, no. <laughs> right? I'm not the speaker. And then, you, you know, you can't say no to your mom. Right. So she bought dinner. And I did a 20 minute talk uh, in front of her ladies group that night. Wow. And it just kept going like that. And I really, I spoke for free for probably about five or six months. Mm -hmm. And uh, then somebody offered to pay me, Hey, we'll pay you a hundred bucks to show up. I went a hundred bucks. We still feed me. <laughs> right. <laughs> nice. And it just, it kept growing. And then eventually you have to say, Hey, I, you know, and, and I'll, I'll be honest with you. When, when somebody says now uh, uh, we'll pay you $5,000 or five, you know, we'll pay you $10,000 or we're going to pay you, you know, you're like, Wow, that's a lot of money just to spend an hour. Now, I say just to spend an hour, but if you're doing a keynote, you should spend at least a month preparing a keynote talk to speak in front of a major corporation. Right. right? So if you're getting paid that $10,000 fee, you really have to earn it by knowing their company, knowing what they stand for, knowing what they want you to speak on, knowing what you want to accomplish, um, going the night before if they've got a cocktail dinner or something, and, and meeting some of the important players there so that you can get a feel for what they're looking for. So, so they, you earn so your money. They give you they give you um, time to prepare for the speech. They give you usually oh, yeah. about a month before. Um, usually, usually, um, usually it's like five or six months because first of all, you have to apply. So yeah. like for instance, uh, when we get done with speaker talks this year, uh, I'll be sending out 30 leads to paying speaking opportunities. A lot of, a lot of places, a lot of uh, uh, gurus say, we'll give you uh, speaking uh, leads. And they're for free, you know, like go speak to the Knights of Columbus. And it's like, really? I yeah. paid this much money to go talk and, you know, go listen to you talk. And then you give me Knights of Columbus to go speak at. <laughs> so we pay for leads. And so therefore I take the, some of the leads that I've paid for. And what they are is places uh, like this is uh, February. And what they are is places like in December and uh, January and then February, um, they had a convention or they had an event. And we know that it, comes across every year. So you go to those places now, apply for them now, mm -hmm. submit your speaker reel now, and usually three or four months from now, they'll contact you if they're interested to say, hey, we want to talk to you. And then it's when the negotiation for how much you're going to charge starts. Mm, okay. And then somebody, somebody without a speaking reel, speaker's reel, um, and they can't land any gigs, right? What, <laughs> what, what do you recommend for those kind of people? <laughs> uh, they got to come get on speaker talk stage. What do you mean? That's what they got to do. Um, <laughs> here's, here's what um, uh, you have to know is, uh, would you pay somebody five or $10,000 uh, sight unseen? Mm -hmm. No. And you know, I mean, it, it, de it depends if I, yeah, if I, if I knew that person would add value to my company, then, then yeah. But how, how would I know without a speaker? Really, that's right. right. Well, and you know, when you, uh, um, if you own a company and you were going to hire an employee and let's say pay them $85,000, mm -hmm. you would really do a vetting process. You'd want to know all about their background. You'd want to talk to them two, three, four, five times to make right. sure that you understood that they were a right fit for your organization. You do a background check. You do all that. Well, you can't do that on a speaker most of the time. Mm -hmm. So what they ask for you is a speaker reel that shows, you know, you in front of an audience, as well as, several other things clipped to that. So it's a, 
two, right. three minute video where it shows me speaking like this, but in the background, it shows me talking at Kraft Foods and over here I'm talking at this place and over here I'm talking at that place. Right. So the speaker reel um, is, is vital. I, my motto on the speaker talks thing is without a video, you're almost invisible. Mm. So imagine that you're applying for a, let's say even a $2,000 gig. Mm -hmm. I'm applying for a $2,000 gig and you get Steve Sapato's professionally recorded uh, speaker reel. Mm -hmm. And then you got Bob who doesn't even have a speaker reel. Right. Go. Automatically, you're probably going to look harder at Steve Sapato. Right. right? And so yeah. those are the things. And what should they do? Record everything every time you speak. I don't care if you're speaking in front of your kid's grade school. Mm. Record it because a three-second clip of you talking there, you can patch into this other thing because they want to see all the places you've been. So yeah. certainly record everything you do. Then as soon as you can, and I say never speak for free. Mm. Speak in lieu of, right? Never free. So somebody says, hey, can you speak for free? I go, I never speak for free. Now, if you really need me, if it's a charity or something, I might speak and in lieu of the fee, you'll have to give me something else. Mm. And they go like, what? I go, well, you have to have me professionally recorded and videoed for me to, to give you my time at this event. Oh, wow. Well, then they might have a friend who does video. And so that guy comes in and for free to them, sets it all up, records me, and I get that five minute or 30 minute talk. <laughs> but you have to have yourself recorded and then get the professional one done as soon as you can. Because if you're competing with people who've done professional reels, mm -hmm. you aren't even in the ball game unless you've got one similar. Okay. Yeah, that, that makes sense. It, it's all about preparation in the long run. It's who, yeah. who's, who spent the more, most time preparing to do it. It's like any other job, right? That's right. <laughs> you know, you have to study it and, well, and apply it. And you know, that's what most people don't understand that speaking is a job. Uh, one of the things we do at speaker talks is we spend time teaching you. I've got uh, Paul Fink and Debbie Allen coming in, both professional speakers. One speaks on success, publishing and speaking. The other one speaks on success for marketing, selling and developing. And yeah. so they bring in that professional side, which is, this is how you build a business that's going to sustain a lot of, I had one guy the other day that uh, swore he was so in demand. He was just, absolutely buried with demands for his time. And I said, yeah. wow, that's phenomenal. He'd spoken 15 times in the last six months, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. And then I went, so how many of those have you been paid for? And he said, one. No, one. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then you're not in demand because people just want you because you're free. Once you start charging $5,000, you watch those 15 drop off to zero. Right. And so you have to have all of the tools, right, that make up a professional speaker. Well, right now it sounds like he's like in preseason, right? Yeah, that's right. That's exactly <laughs> it. Um, and he's getting ready for the game. So all um, hyped up. Ready <laughs> he's ready to go. And he already sees it in his mind. So you can't knock the guy. That's <laughs> right. That's right. He's doing his thing. Um, cool. So uh, tell me a little bit about you. Where did you grow up? Um, are you, were you always, uh, you know, a speaker? Like from, like, did you know you were a speaker when you were in, college and just did you know, know that that was a talent that you had college college does somebody go to college or high school or <laughs> <laughs> no i went to college i don't remember much of it that was a 60s you know <laughs> yeah. but um, uh, no i didn't uh, um, when my mom called me at the age of 25 was the first time i'd ever spoken so to speak i'd been in a band in high school but uh, somebody just asked me on an interview i just did uh, about a half an hour ago hmm. um they said, uh, tell us something about yourself that most people don't know. And that is, I'm an introvert. 
Now you can't tell it by talking here, but if you walked me into a, a crowd of a hundred people, like they said, Steve, uh, you know, we're all meeting here at this event. So there's a hundred people going to be in there. Just go in and meet people. Mm-hmm. And I'd go, what's my purpose? They'd go, well, you're going to meet people and then sit in on this meeting. And what you'd find is Steve sitting in the back of the room with a cup of coffee in his hand, kind of watching because there's no reason for me to turn the switch to be on. See, if I'm the host or if I can help the host or if I can do this, if I can be of value and use, then I turn that switch to become this guy. But otherwise I'm an introvert and I'll sit in the back of the room and just veg out. I just, I don't really like meeting people at all. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm kind of the same way. I just I, I, I like to stick to myself. But, you know, I, I have a message and I want it to be heard, obviously. Um, and then I, you know, I, I believe that people are honestly good people. And I think I, I try to, you know, get, you know, the best out of people. And that's my that's my job. <laughs> so, yeah. And that's and so, Ryan, think of it. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly it. When you have a reason to turn that switch and come on, mm-hmm. then you'll turn it. Right. Right. And it's, and it's so much fun when you get to turn that switch and you affect other people's lives. That's when you and I really come alive. Uh, first, I remember the first time somebody came up to me, I'd been speaking five years and a guy came up to me and, and said, aren't you Steve Sapato? And I went, yeah. And he goes, Hey, I just want to say uh, thank you very much. And I'm just like, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I had five years before I had done a talk uh, for this small manufacturing company. Long story short, he was sitting on a machine listening to me do an hour long workshop on success and uh, following your dreams, mm. you know, and, and you don't know what you're impacting. I mean, you're 12 guys sitting on, you know, grease monkeys sitting on machines and I was supposed to do this for them. Right. And so, you know, you move on, you're like, wow, that was kind of a tough, you talk about bombing. You thought you bombed bad because mm. what do those guys care about what you had to say about success? Right. And five years later, this guy looks me up and says, you changed my life. Cause with that talk, I realized I always wanted to be a firefighter and I started going to classes like within a month and I just got hired on for the city of Moline as a firefighter. And I wanted to say thank you. And you're like, wow, what I do changes lives. Yeah. And and you never know, you never know who you're going to affect. That's why you just got to keep it going. Even though if you think nobody's looking, somebody's looking, somebody's looking, you might get like three or four likes, but you got 150 views. Somebody's, (laughs) somebody's paying attention. (laughs) Right. And so Ryan, yeah, you, and you're obviously your personality is such that when you fire that up, you know, you've got the smile and you've got the handsome uh, looks of a young guy, (laughs) but yeah, you could obviously affect many lives with that uh, wonderful uh, uh, spirit and uh, growth. And that's what I'm really looking forward to watching you grow. That'll be cool. I really appreciate that. That really means a lot, Steve. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's go back to, let's go back to your childhood. So your, your, your first job that you had, um, that it had probably wasn't anything that you're doing today, right? Oh, no. I even, I tell people all the time when I, uh, I owned a, uh, sure. I know what I owned a real estate appraisal firm and two of the real estate appraisers that I taught over a few years, one had a degree in horticulture and one had a degree in psychology. Very few of us, you know, follow anything that we went to college for, unless you're in a specific, a specific profession. So growing up, uh, same kind of thing. Um, I think like everybody else, you have these little jobs where you mow lawns and you sell seeds door to door. But uh, uh, my dad got me my first quote unquote real job that lasted all of a day because he mm-hmm. fibbed to somebody and took me to a lawnmower repair place and said, hey, my son uh, can work on 
lawnmowers. And so yeah. I'm there and the guy says, okay, start on this one, work on the carburetor. And I'm, I don't even know what a carburetor <laughs> is. That's and funny. so, you know, I told the guy and of course, then I had to, and he knows that he didn't have cell phones. So I had to go in the office and use the phone to call my dad. Right. We probably hadn't even gotten home yet, you know, to say, come back and pick me up. We messed up. Right. But right after that, I went and found one of my uh, true loves, which I went to work in retail. And I worked at Baskin Robbins for about a year and a half. And boy, do I love ice cream. <laughs> Baskin Robbins. So that was like your first job. You got your W-2 and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's so I was 15 years old working at Baskin Robbins. Worked until I was about 16 and a half and uh, 17. And then I also, we played in a band every weekend. Our band played someplace. So we always made that little, you know, 25, 30 bucks extra on the weekends for playing in a band in those days. What instrument do you play? Uh, rhythm guitar. Now, I, you say, do you play? None now. I you know, <laughs> let, let that go away 30, 40 years ago. I got three. My wife always gives me grief. I got three guitars sitting in the living room and uh -huh. uh, can't play a note. Can't play anything. <laughs> can't even jam well, I if you back, wanted to. I, I do dead skunk in the middle of the road pretty well. So <laughs> That's funny. Cool. Um, so where can my audience find you? Um, you have a Facebook page, your Facebook group, uh, website. Matter of fact, um, if you want to go to Facebook and join the Engaging Speakers group, that's my uh, little group that I love to work with to talk about more about actual speaking and let you guys post about speaking, any questions on speaking, the Engaging Speakers group on Facebook. But on any of the social media, if you look me up, I don't understand why people don't use their own names all the time. You know, you find a lot of weird, you know, go to Instagram and here's Banana Face 269. It's like, <laughs> right. what does that mean, right? Yeah. So I'm always Steve Sapato, S A P A T O. You can find me anytime. Go to speakertalks.com. Go to stevesapatoseminars.com. Um, if you want to speak, uh, certainly get on one of my stages. We uh, typically are going to be meeting every uh, March and August. Uh, if you want to get on stage and get a speaker reel, if you want to learn about speaking, you can come to our two day event, Dirt Cheap, to come and learn a whole ton about speaking. And uh, course you can hire me and uh, I can be your speaking coach for uh, six months and uh, teach you a ton but that's uh, how you get a hold of me yeah that's Thanks it for asking <laughs> awesome so uh, what your one message that you want to share and leave with my audience just the one thing that you think is most important about speaking um, publicly or uh, yeah in, in being being a great presenter changes your life it changes the lives of people around you but imagine if you're if you're at a corporation, if you're watching this and you go to work tomorrow uh, and somebody's really boring. If you went to my SteveSpottoSeminars.com, it says stop boring speakers. Imagine how your whole company would change if they would just uh, send all of the people who have to give presentations to instructions on how to not be boring. Right. And a lot of people say a lot of people say, well, Steve, you don't understand all my material is boring. I go, no, no. The material is dry. You're boring. Mm, right. You know? And that's what it is, you know, just learn how to work with it. But um, speaking does change lives. So being a great presenter changes lives, whether you're in front of the PTA, whether you're in front of uh, the Knights of Columbus, whether you're in front of a room of 500 people, if you know how to present, it, you will change lives and it will change your life. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much, Steve. Um, you've been yeah. an excellent, excellent guest. Um, I definitely want to do some work with you. Um, I'm going to, you know, follow you some more and dig in deeper and see what I can learn. Uh, but again, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure uh, for having you on my show. My pleasure. And, and uh, I appreciate it. And uh, well, now, did you say how they're supposed to get a hold of you? 
Oh, they can get a hold of me. Uh, all, all my stuff is gonna be in the in the comments for the links. I'm gonna put all your stuff in there for the, com on the, when, the comments. When I forward this on, you're gonna you're uh, you have to tell us your stuff. <laughs> so you can find me ryandurden.com. Um, I, I have uh, some books that I've written. Um, I'm also available as a, as a keynote speaker. Uh, my fee isn't as much, uh, but we uh, he has a little bit more value. <laughs> Uh, 50 so, bucks 50 bucks and a plate of spaghetti gets you ryan that's yeah cool. that's it <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you can find me at ryandurden.com um i interview you know experts in their field so you can find me uh there's live interviews podcasts um a bunch of experts um and we all like to share our message so go check check us out <laughs> thanks ryan this was great thank you very much thank you so much